Four hundred and twenty-four. Okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm alright. Um, and we're here for our March Chatterbox edition of the Shy Life Podcast. And... Um, we have, count them, one, two, three, four, four guests plus regulars. We have, uh, we, we have um, uh, Lisa, Proby, Martin, Hello. Martin Holmes, Hello. and um, we have Toppy Smelly. Oh, <laughs> is it March it, already? It is March already, yes. In fact, it's... Where did that go? ever onwards towards April. Yeah. We don't have to march, do we? No. Yeah. How can it be three months yes. since Christmas? This just this is throwing me. Uh, this is completely throwing me out of, out of whack. Yeah. Uh, well, soon be Christmas again. Uh, well, I had some facts and figures and quizzes and stuff about March, but we, we, we I'm planning that we might wiki wander, and I'm also we might be picking a random uh, getting in the Charlotte podcast TARDIS and uh, um, and going to a particular year or date or episode but uh, um, but we'll, we'll see what happens it's time for my old buddy old pal from across the channel across the pond Bob Chandler the shy daddy he's not that shy Wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it? Is it deep? Is it deep? But the boy, he said all that shy is right. Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. <laughs> uh, I got a question just to lead it off with. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the Shy Life podcast today mm-hmm. as I did my food shopping, mm-hmm. and you announced on your little shoe that you were eating a bap. Mm. And uh, I've never heard of this um, uh, for uh, us Americans. What is a bap? It's a bun. <laughs> it's um, a bomb cake latte. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a it's a bun or a um, or egg or, roll. Bread roll. What would you word? put? Yeah. Oh, 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 the same thing as you. A pop, muffin. Um, if you were going to have a, a a beef burger in the states, what would what would the beef burger be between? A, a buns, yeah, yes. a, a hamburger bun or a yeah, bun. So, yeah. so a bath is just a bun, really. It's a bun without the fun. 
I, I was watching a, a a film recently, and they were going on about Kaiser rolls or something, and and, well, and, yeah. and I was like, what, what, "What's a Kaiser roll? <laughs> is it like is it a bun that's in the shape of the Kaiser's hat or something? I don't know." <laughs> Something they had yeah. in the I, trenches, I don't know where I they got their name, but they are a, a more substantial bun. Mm. Uh, it's larger than a typical hamburger bun, and it's got a better texture. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know why it's a Kaiser roll. Yeah, we got lots of different kinds of rolls. We got, yeah, we, there's a number of different names. But well, no I, BAPs. No BAPs. No, See, I could, I could be really contentious and say it depends where in England you come from as to what you call it. That's true. I was going to say Martin might argue with us about certain terminology of certain bread products. I don't know. But... No. Oh, I've been, I've been, I've been around. <laughs> I've been around. <laughs> you know, you know your bread. I, I, you know, I, well, no, because when I lived in South Wales, it was a bap. So, you know, uh, but balm, balm cakes or oven bottom cakes, they're always fun. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, just generally a bread roll. <laughs> I had some for my lunch today. They were very lovely, with some ham in them. Toppy, can you think of um, something in the states which um, is a pretty common food stuff, which has lots of different names all over? There must be there must be plenty of things. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, I'm sure there are. Um... For whatever reason, all of a sudden, goulash is coming to mind. Mm. And goulash means a lot of different things depending on where you live. Um, so that's one. I, but there's just so many, but they're not coming to mind. Uh, and everybody has their own chili recipe, don't they? And that's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I wonder where... I wonder where chili originated. In Mexico, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's um well, it's like when the Brits talk about uh, an Indian curry, it's not like an Indian curry would be if you were in India. It's like a watered down version that was made for the British years wasn't, ago. Wasn't chicken tikka masala invented in Birmingham or something? Mm. Well, that's the Balti yeah. capital. That's the Balti capital as well. Oh. Balti is a slightly different again. Um, but cause, yeah, because um, Balti's tends to be you don't tend to have rice you tend to have it in an an iron in like an iron dish and you have the naan breads and stuff but you don't really have the the uh, um the rice but then i didn't i didn't have them that often because being poor students we, we, <laughs> we all, all our money all my money went on sudden park props and um, whichever doctor who releases has come out at the time absolutely who needs to eat no um God, well, enough, really... you mentioning that of course takes me to victoria waterfield and her kaiser pudding so oh oh what was in that do we know <laughs> well i think she didn't know either but uh, uh, so, <laughs> so. i think you just, you just sort of whoosh it all up, yeah. wasn't it? That was yes. the. Uh, we whoosh it all up. My, it. my mum used to make a pudding. Oh, I bet she still would if I was at home. She said she missed particularly when I left home because I was the person who would eat, you know, any, any leftovers, or she whisked it all up into a, you know, put all the leftover veggies into an omelette or something, and I'd eat it, but she wouldn't get away with that with my brother who was very fussy and probably no even my dad's fussier than I, I, mm. I it was weird growing up in a family where your dad was more fussier about certain <laughs> vegetables than than, than i was because my mum mm. used to grow um lots of green like sort of some of the more weirder 
veg you can grow, like purple sprouting and mm. and um, uh, and things like that. And and uh, I, I would, I, I, she and I would happily eat all of those things. But my dad's very funny with with veggie veg, that has sort of well, he hates things like cabbage or things that with leaves and things. Uh, Russicas. Um, yeah. So, so so yeah. I was, I, uh, it was sort of. Uh... My mother's specialty, I think, was uh, angel delight. <laughs> I think that's the only thing she was good at, pudding wise. To be no, I, is bread pudding a thing over there? I love bread pudding. And it's yeah. uh, something we've had, my mother used to make a lot. Is that a thing over there? It certainly was in our hat. It was in our house. <laughs> yeah, you get bread pudding, you get bread and butter pudding, which mm. are two completely different things. Yeah. Oh, what's bread and butter pudding? Mm. It's that's um, bread slices of bread and raisins, in yeah. yeah raisins in in a custard, isn't it? I don't actually cook, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask. <laughs> I think it's, it's, so, it's a kind of milk sauce. I think. I mean, yeah. That's another thing my mum would do because, uh, but she would tend to use bread that was on the turn to get rid of it sort of thing um whereas you sometimes you go to restaurants and it's been made specially it's a bit yeah, like they do it as a specialty now and it used to be sort of like the cheap pudding didn't it it's, it's yeah kind of, i mean now it's like when you go to a, a restaurant and they do you i don't know sausage baps as a sort of sausage sausage yeah. balm cake as a speciality <laughs> di- dish uh, you know? i mean we always used to have um Things like bu- uh, bubble and squeak, which would be left again leftovers. But then mm. I, I had a friend a few years ago, and we would go to the supermarket to buy the oh, fre- yeah. all, all of the ingredients to make bubble and squeak because we both liked it. And but it wasn't a leftover. But but um, you know some of the things that were leftovers are now put, presented to you as posh sort of. <laughs> posh sort of. I mean, there's there, there's a whole load of this stuff that was. Um... Comes yeah. out of World War Two, doesn't it? Yeah, just like make do yeah. with yeah. what food you've got. Yeah, so just use stuff up. Yeah, yeah. St- st- was it sticky toffee became a thing, didn't it? Again, and that had sort of been a bit, you know, it became a restaurant. I'm sorry, I really miss restaurants at the moment. I really do. <laughs> oh my, yeah. yeah. Um, bubble and squeak. That's potatoes and cabbage fried um, up in a pan. Uh, we well, we used to have it with, more with um, Brussels sprouts. But I spent cabbage as well, um, and then when I made it with my other friend, we started putting, you know, sort of chili flakes and um, uh, mustard and all sorts of extra things. It's been a while since I did that now, but yeah, it became quite a. But you're going to be having it tomorrow, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It, it was uh, but yeah, my mum used to make something called Superman pudding, and again, I think that was, you know, the the the, the ends of, um, um, like cake that hadn't been finished up and i mean i mean that's where trifle uses up cake and things as well or it did in our house and if you had like a sponge cake that, that nobody had eaten the last piece it went into the pudding uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen around here <laughs> <laughs> what that is left over or... <laughs> oh no uh, there's there's never a last piece hanging around I got asked at Christmas if we still sold blancmange, and I've discovered we don't still no we don't sell blancmange anymore. No, no, because I always associate blancmange with Christmas because my dad was very fond of blancmange. He used to they'd have um, jelly trifle proper you know birds trifle not not fancy trifle birds trifle with birds custard and the hundreds and thousands on top and blancmange and he'd have a bit of each and have it in a bowl and mix Mm. it all up. (laughs) 
Well, some people, their trifle recipe had a layer of blancmange rather than custard, I think. I mean, that was that was kind of a thing. You know. Yeah, tri- trifle is a funny thing. It can be, again, it can be, you know, like you, you sort of make it and it's quite sort of the great the ingredients have been bought specially or it can be sort of a bit sort of uh, boozy and a bit left bits of leftovers and stuff Ooh, um, boozy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cherry Shops, cherry shop the cherry, cherry in yeah cherry try yeah, no, this this was literally out of a packet yeah so just that you all sort of make up and uh... i mean i must admit occasionally um I, I don't make jelly as such, but occasionally I'll buy like one of those blocks of jelly. You just eat the jelly, just eat don't the cubes, yeah. and I always regard that mm. as like concentrated jelly. You know, don't faff about diluting it with water. Just, <laughs> just have it neat. Because you can get all little... that will happen. All that will happen inside you. Yeah, you can get little pots of jelly now, so you yeah. don't even need to make it. You just buy a little pot of jelly, because yeah. and... I I had to take a little pot of jelly back from from a customer the other day because it had. It was raspberry, but it was very pale pink, and they they thought it probably didn't have as much. It didn't raspberry. have the raspberry. No, it didn't have any raspberry in it. So. The raspberry had fallen into another pot. Yeah, it? so the raspberry was in another pot, and it had missed this pot completely. But, yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure I've told the story about when I was making the original jelly monster in Sutton Park, and um, I was in digs in Birmingham, but I was living with a family. So my my rent money paid for me to have meals that were well, like an evening meal and breakfast, but the, you know the, their portions probably weren't quite as big as I might have had at home. So so I, I'd always have a few extra treats in my cupboard, but I thought <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if I could make jelly and then I'd, I'd have jelly and then I, I, then I then I think I came up with the idea of of um, of the jelly monster or, or it may have been as a result of the jelly being a failure that i came up with the jelly monster but anyway uh, i didn't really have a container i didn't think about going to or asking the late well i didn't want to confess to the late the lady that i was trying to make um like um what would you call it uh, sort of a uh, secret jelly in, in my bedroom most parents worry about you doing other things in your bed <laughs> and, and no, no hot plates no and, hot plates allowed well I, well i was only i was making it from from the kettle so i had the kettle in there but uh, and i didn't have um I could, I could have just gone and bought something and made it in that but anyway i had a pot noodle and then i washed it out and i i i thought i'd make the jelly in the pot noodle container but even though i washed it several times oh, when i came yeah. to it i kind of put it on the windowsill because it because obviously at the start of university it would have been october or november so i think it was probably cold enough for it to set overnight but when i first when i tried it it still tasted of a chicken and mushroom pot noodle as well. When the universe goes uh, and all the atoms have sort of calmed down and there's no life in the universe, there'll still be fragments of pot noodle floating around. <laughs> you see, I've got this image of you, Paul, in bed with the covers up over your head and a torch. You know, most people would be, like, reading in bed or something like that but but you with a kettle and like a little steam coming out of it and all sorts going on <laughs> uh, I, and i think i think it was probably because there's certainly an episode where 
a jelly monster is in the sink. I think I put a ping pong ball on it for an eye. And that was the gel- the jelly that I made and then couldn't eat because it was... <laughs> so I can't remember if that was the first jelly monster. Um, but yeah, that's how the jelly monster on Southern Park came about. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost oh, oh, 30 years ago next year. <laughs> um, look, I, I, I have a little quiz um, about March, which I want us mm-hmm. to do. We might do another one later if we've got time. I've got quite a few things lined up. So let's see if we can do this one together. Um, it says that this is a, a tough quiz and only um, the average score is 5 out of 10. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, so... In the original Roman calendar, which month was March? Was it the the third, the first, the second, or the fourth? Oh, hang on, uh, hang on. December's the tenth month. Sort of work it out backwards from then. So, December, January. That will be the first first month then. If March March would be the first month, yeah, because December is is ten as in DC, as in decimal, I think. I use the Mayan calendar, so I'm not sure. <laughs> well, hasn't the world ended by that one or something? <laughs> Actually, yeah, it did. Um, I, f- I feel that the Mayan calendar can turn into a mouse and escape. That's the thing. Ah. The next question, I have to type something in, so I'll have to oh. give, give me your... Uh, question two, for which of the Roman gods is March named? Oh, Mars. Yeah. Mars, the god of war. Right, type that in. Um, question oh. three: What is most commonly considered the flower for March? And I think I know this one, um, oh. but so I'll let you guys decide. But it's pansy, crocus, orchid, or daffodil. Oh, I'd say daffodil, but oh. I may be wrong. There's there's daffodils out on the bank when we go when we go into work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It would seem fitting. Uh, qu- question: well, That could be the trap. It could also be different from uh, one country to another, probably. Question four. March has more than one birthstone. True or false? Uh, true. I, well, I mean, we, we certainly found that with February. Um, which of these occurs in March? A solstice or an equinox? Oh. An equinox? Oh, yeah. Because it's today. Spring equinox, yeah. It, it was it was nine thirty seven this morning. Nine thirty seven. Yeah. What what were we wow. hearing at nine thirty seven? That's when the it? spring equinox was meant to occur. Oh, I must have missed it. Maybe in the bath. I was in the bath. Were, were you pr- were you prancing round were you prancing round a stone circle naked? No, that's called Tuesday. No. Apparently, I was in the bath with the last of the summer oh. wine book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. This one's easy. I can't believe people only got five. I, I, I regret saying that when we get them. <laughs> when we get three. Uh, yeah. Question six. Complete this saying. Mad as a march. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mad as a march potato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, Toppy, do you have hairs in America? I mean... Thank <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, we do. No, we're all bald. It's not those ones in the world. Not those ones. The the rabbit the rabbity type ones. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. We got uh, we got we call them rabbits. I don't know about. Well, we call them rabbits, but hairs are a different sort. But I'm not quite oh. sure. They got bigger ears. I definitely I definitely think it's the ears. The ears are longer on hairs. I think. Mm. Yeah, but I think it must be something else as well as that. But there's probably something else. Yeah, and they're bigger. I think hairs than rabbits. Oh, the bigger, yeah, they're definitely. I, I think different species, aren't they? I mean, they're they're a kind of. Um, uh, don't they have a sort of slightly different leg action or something? 
Hare, hares are bigger, swifter, and stronger than rabbits. Hares are born with a fur coat and can oh. see can see while rabbits are born blind and hairless. Oh. Um, while hares live in the wild, rabbits are domesticated. Oh, right. uh, the hares dwell in burrows while the rabbits live in nests constructed oh. above the ground. The hares flee once they encounter the enemies. Wow. Well, makes them sound like the six million dollar man. Bigger, faster, stronger. <laughs> Uh, and Bugsier. What? What? Which? What, which, which was Bugs then? Well, he was supposed to be a bunny, but apparently, um, hares are solitary animals, and rabbits are gregarious. Mm. So they have well, parties. Well, Bugs lived on his own, didn't he? Most, yeah. mm. uh, um, most of the bunnies around here are pretty happy, so they must mm. they must not mm. be hares. And they're mm. rarely on their own for long, from what I remember, according to their reputation. <laughs> uh, uh, talking about. Talking about six million dollar man, um, we're in the middle of the quiz here. But uh, um, Toppy, didn't you and DJ do an episode about Name Minutia about six million dollar man yesterday? Oh, oh. Yeah, just last night we uh, covered that. Did it? Did it? Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Did it? Did it? Uh, all go well? All go to plan? <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna have to go in slow motion for the rest of the episode now. Yeah, at 60 miles an hour in slow motion. Oh, I'm so strong. Look at me lift this thing slowly. Martin, you did you did a you did a detailed description of the title sequence once on the archives, didn't you? Yeah, I like I like It's interesting actually because I've I've sort of got a fondness for the Dusty Springfield tune, which I think I mentioned. Oh, that's the only the only one, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's because those three TV movies they made before. Yeah, I've got I've only got the first three series on disc. I for some reason I stopped after the third. I don't know. I think the mustache year I avoided. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that even happened until I saw. Uh, I sort of was looking into it more recently. In fact, yeah, there was a I've lot of um, uh, pictures. Uh, looking, you know, I think uh, whoever did the was it Mike Asprey used to do the comic strip for Looking, and suddenly well, one year he's got a tash all the time. You know, it's yeah. I think I've actually more recently seen. Um, um, she called uh, Bionic Woman because okay. um, we. Oh, I was talking we... about the Bionic Woman box set. Is it's got the reunion films on the end? I think actually both sets have, but you know the three uh, when they met up again, kind of thing. Movies they made. I think the Bionic Woman, for whatever reason, holds up a little better. It does, yeah, I think. Although sometimes um, Lin- uh, Lindsay Wagner's acting is a little bit eccentric. Um, she she t- tends to, um, I don't know. Go, go. She seems to be kissing people more, more like more intimately than you expect to when you're just passing characters. <laughs> What's going it's, on there? <laughs> I suspect that's the the uh, what do you call them the uh, producers wanting that sort of thing going on. But the uh, the, I, the thing about Lindsay Wagner, I, I don't know if, if you'd agree with me on this, but that she used to be able to do this thing where she'd just open her eyes slightly, and it was a lot of eye acting with Lindsay Wagner. A lot of eye acting. You know, I think I know exactly what you mean. I could picture it in my head. Yeah, she would, her eyes would suddenly open wide for just briefly, but yeah. it was something she did. Mm. Yeah. We've got to go back to this quiz. We've got three more questions. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Four more questions. It's okay. I was in, I, we, can, we can do what we like. It's our, it's our show. Um, 
uh, question seven there are several other sayings about march perhaps the best known is march comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb a hare oh <laughs> <laughs> probably does as well um oops actually no more like a rabbit um we've not got to march winds and april showers yet is that one uh, uh question eight caesar was told beware the ides of march ah. on which date are the ides 15th oh. the 15th um, yeah it's something like the 15th or 16th i think so oh, that's not an option Third, 15th oh, okay. is so we've uh, I'm 13th, well, 19th, 15th, or 3rd. So, Day after um, my mum's birthday, you know, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, question 9 When are the first three days in March considered unlucky? Oh. When the rain falls, uh, when the sun shines, when the wind blows strongly, or when it is unseasonably warm? Oh, crikey. Oh, my. All of the above. <laughs> I can't do that. Has that, um, that got anything to do with. Um, no, it's all right. I'm just thinking of Groundhog Day. It's all right. It's the wrong month. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, well, we need to decide well, something. Applying what we said last time, it must be when the weather's nice. Yes, I would say that that, that sounds that sounds quite possible. Right. So, question ten: Which of these Jewish special days usually occurs in March? Yom Kippur, Shanukah, Purim, or Shavuot? Sorry, apologies for the bad pronunciation. Mm. I think we'll probably know, go with I the know. one the one we can pronounce. <laughs> Please. I, I, I think it's Yom Kippur. I, I thought I, I I'm not absolutely sure, but I think I might have seen it on the calendar. You know they mark off um yeah. holidays and yeah, uh, Yom Kippur is the only one that I've heard of. So, but the one, that doesn't mean that might, it also means I might be pronouncing it so badly you <laughs> you don't recognise it. Was that, um, was, wasn't there a Yom Kippur war? Yeah, I thought there was, but let's let's get some answers. Whew. Okay. Well, oh, oh, we only have we only have eight out of ten. Oh, what? So we're above the we're above the um the five out of ten average. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, but that that is five brains. Then. I'm not sure <laughs> about that. So we have um, in the original Roman calendar. Which month was March? It was the first. Um, only 40% of players usually get that right. So, um, question two For which of the Roman gods is March named Mars? Um, and 59% of people get that right. Um, the, oh gosh, well, the flower which is considered um, the flower of March is daffodil. But only 21% of people go for that one. Um, um, so that's no. a double blind, isn't it? That's the yeah. thing. It's a double blind. People think, well, that's the one that they're they're trying to draw me to because that's when they come out. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, March does have more more than one birthstone. Uh, one of them is Bloodstone, which Ooh. is also called Chalcedony. The Judas yeah, Priest. Careful how you say that. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's a, that's a Judas Priest song. So there we go. Bloodstone. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and aquamarine for courage. Um, aquamarine. Apparently, apparently, sixty-one percent of people get that right, which is surprising because I would have had no idea what the actual stones were. I mean, the question—I guess—I guess the question isn't what they are. It's, it's a fifty-fifty, yes no. yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So. so I guess that's why it's high. That you wouldn't better. You, I get. I doubt you get the people knowing what the stones were. Um, 
which of these occurs in March, a solstice or an equinox? Yes, it's uh, an equinox. 62% of people got that right. Um, 57% of people knew that it was mad as a March hare. Um, and 74% of people uh, knew the phrase, March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb. Um, uh, it was the 15th of March, which... Um, is where the eyes of March. 65% of people get that right. Now, the two we got wrong um, was the, the when the first three days in March, when are the first three days in March considered unlucky? It's when the rain falls. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought it made more sense that if it was nice, you thought you were... Yeah. Um, he says here, if rain falls during the first three days in March, it is supposed to foretell a bad harvest. Some superstitious farmers wait until the fourth of March before sowing crops. These days are known as blind blind days. We're stuffed um, this year, then. Yeah. <laughs> 28%, 28% of people got that right. Mm-hmm. And then we got the wrong Jewish festival. It was Purim. Um, Purim is a Jewish festival. It is held in remembrance of the time the Jews escaped destruction during the reign of the Persian king Xerxes. Usually, it usually occurs in March, but in 2002 it was on February the 26th. It is on the 14th day of the Jewish month of Adar. Mm. Um, Sh- Shanuka is in December. Sh- Shavuot is in May, and Yom Kippur is in. Um, September, although oh, they wow. do spe- they do spell it Yom Kippur in mm. in this version, um, yeah. after having spelt it Yom Kippur, I don't See. think I don't think it's Yom Kippur. Um, that's that's another thing. This week I keep that's another thing. There was a there was a question on something, and I was convinced that the you know the um, it, was it is it President's Day or is it one of one of the holiday weekends in America and I was convinced it was in the first half of the year and it turns out to be in September so what do I know <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll have a few more facts about March later in the show mm-hmm. but uh, um, I, I just um, I, I, I just have, have uh, some some regulars who are very keen to talk to um, uh, um, Mr Trowbridge very quickly if, if we can just well, uh, well, just know. wait um, uh, hello hello uh, 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 can, can you hear me, Mr. Mr. Troby? Uh, hello, sir. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I was just wondering. You know that uh, yeah. star that I uh. I bought the name of. Uh, could you oh, know? Yeah, yeah. Do you know when the star will be arriving? Do you know when it will be actually? Because uh, I've made space in uh, in my little house for for it. But uh, um, when, it, I, I, when it's arriving. It, yeah, um, I, thought, I thought I bought the name. I'd obviously bought the star uh. as well. Caveat uh, emptor. Um, I'm not. I think you've been slightly misled. Uh, uh, you'll get star named after you. Uh, yeah. but I, I don't think they actually um, wrap it and send it these days. Really? Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I, I might be wrong. But it burns I, it the paper to, off. That's the problem. Yeah, it would have to be. The, the problem is. If they're going to send you a star, yeah. and it fits, and it's small enough to fit in the postman's van, it would be a neutron star, right? Yeah. Which means it's going to be really, really heavy. Yeah. So it's going to fall through the bottom of his van uh, and make possibly a hole. Possibly swallow the van as well. 
Yeah, and if, even if they do get it through your letterbox, mm. you're going to be attracted to it. So you're mm. going to get stuck on it. Oh, dear. Mm. You won't be able to move. And of course, the other problem is gravity. And I think <coughs> they've had problems yeah. with like health and safety and, and people like ending up really, really flat because they've been sucked into the star. Yeah, and that sounds uh, like and, a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, and the postage yeah. is a nightmare because of the weight of the package. It's just well, that's the thing. Yeah, a, a neutron star weighs, you know, ten to the power of something or other tons, and um, first class stamps for that are quite expensive these days. Yeah. So I think <sighs> if you are going to have a star named after you, I think they expect you to go and get it yourself. So you might have to hire a tow truck. Uh, click and collect. Well, yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. If I can't, if I can't bring it to me, am I, do I have visitation rights? If if it, if, oh, it, oh, if, it, if it can drop me off up there. Oh yes, you can. You can visit it certainly. It, yeah. It's it's like um, when they have some was it some dogs in some sort of homes, isn't it? That you can some yeah. dogs you can visit, some dogs you can just write to. Oh, yeah. like yeah. the donkey, like the, the like the donkeys that Paul sponsors. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, it, 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 what, what, where would the legally, where would I stand if I wanted to start a business on my star, like or build a hotel? Uh, or, uh, is that is that something I could do? I think you can, yeah. because yeah, I think if it's named after you, uh, do, do you have you heard about? Um, there's a thing to do with whiskey in Scotland. Um, I don't know if you've heard about um, you, you know about whiskey. Mm. There's a certain whiskey in Scotland where if you buy a bottle of whiskey, you get a square foot of the island that you get, get your name gets on it, so you can visit your square foot of island. So I think it's the same with stars that um, if you, if you if you've got your name on a star you have a certain area that you can do business on. Do business? You can do your business on, yeah. I don't think I want to talk about me doing my business on my star. But you, you, you've you got a... It's like a certain shape, and you can't... I don't want to talk about my business being a certain shape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that depends on what I've eaten. Listen, listen. Um, it's like There's a, a chart, you know. <laughs> it's a square shape. <laughs> No. Oh, it's the oh, it's the Uar star. It doesn't come out. It like can't a square. go over the edge because a uh, man will come and tell you off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. Cromarty has a question. I'll let him go and get Cromarty. Would you like to ask a question? Is it more sensible than Nitty Uncle John? Boy. Well, uh, yes, but it's just a brief one. Hello, Mister no, Trobby. Hello, no, Mister Trobby. No, no. I just wanted to know, is it possible that I might be able to, like... Um, I'm like... Sorry, I'm just dropping my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with you after this question. Sorry, sorry, sorry I'll explain say. about that in a minute. Carry on. Uh, I just wondered if it is possible for me to, like... Um, um, I, I want to put the person's name on the star as well as calling it after the person. Is there any way I could somehow, not exactly tattoo, but uh, I don't know, put some little stars? Oh, I don't know. Is, is there something I could do? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I know what you mean. Um, sunspots. 
That's how you do it. Um, when you look at the sun, don't look at the sun through a telescope. But if you project the sun onto a piece of card and you look at the sun, you can see little black spots on it sometimes. Mm, yes. And those are the areas of the sun which are slightly cooler than the rest, right? Okay. Um, so the sun is like glowing yellow, and a sunspot looks like a little black spot. So um, what you need to do um, is: have you got a freezing ray that you 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 can? I'm sure I'm sure somebody you know must have a freezing ray. Equal will have one of those. Yes, freeze ray. Yeah, what you what you need to do is is project a little freezing ray onto the surface of the, the star, and that'll cool down the areas that you want, and thus you can write your name on the star. Um, the The only trouble is, um, if you project the freezing ray from the Earth, it depends how far the star away is before you can see, you know, the the the, the words that you've written on it, because it will take. If it's like ten light years away, um, it will take ten years for the beam to get to the star, and then it will freeze it in the certain areas, and then it will take ten years for that light to come back. So it will take twenty years for you to see it, um, and that's for quite a close star. So uh, you might just have to be patient. That's all. So yes, you can do it. I think you've, I think you, I think you've got a bit of a pyramid scheme going on here with your star selling, haven't you? <laughs> Oh yes, no, you'll get the rewards, but in twenty years. In twenty years. Well, that that's exactly right. Yes, yes. You, you, you know, by which time I'll I'll be into something else. I expect so. <laughs> yeah, I'm no fool. Well, we'll thank we we'll thank you for your help. It's, uh, yes, I, I'll I'll let you know. That's all right. No problem. Yeah, but have a word have a word with Cuthbert or somebody. He could probably make you a freezing ray. Just um, don't. Don't don't test it out in the laboratory because you might freeze certain extremities and they might drop off. So yeah. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's been most kind. It's most kind of you. <laughs> He's very well, polite. Isn't he? He's so polite. Thank, thank, thanks, Promity. Now, um, moving on, because uh, we've got a lot to pack in. Um, I am looking back fifty years. This is sort of linked in with a little bit uh, of a wiki wonder. I know we usually, in the past, we uh, we, we have chosen um, who we wiki wonder about, but um, uh, this new series, I decide what we're wiki wondering about, um, <laughs> and then we use your knowledge. Um, but but uh, uh, we're, we're starting... Power. That's what it is. We're starting with, um, uh, because it's topical, um, British television... Um, in 1971, so 50 years ago, and um, uh, so, uh, there, there are a few interesting things that uh, you know, interesting facts I have for you about TV in 1971 mm-hmm. in the UK. Um, in January, uh, BBC Open University broadcasts began on BBC Two, um, and in February, after nearly three months, the ITV colour strike ends. And programs resume being made in colour. Mm. Uh, and um, um, BBC, it, well, between February and March, BBC Two first broadcast the serial Jude the Obscure, starring Robert Powell in six 45 minute episodes. But that's cheery. 
<laughs> and in February, the BBC Two airs Elizabeth R, a drama serial of six 85-minute plays, well, 85-minute plays starring Glenda Jackson in the title role. Glenda. You've been watching those, haven't I you? I have Lisa? been watching those, yes. Yes, Gordon Gosselow was in the last episode. <laughs> I sound like I'm obsessed with Gordon Gosselow. Gosselow. The last two months I've mentioned him. But yes. yes. I was just reading a little bit about it today, and apparently in the last episode, which they are showing this coming Wednesday on BBC4, when um, it, you get a close-up of Elizabeth the first hands, they're not Glenda Jackson's hands, because her fingernails were stained yellow with nicotine, so they had to get somebody from the office stunt to hands. come in and be stunt hands. How true that is, I don't know, but uh, yeah. She was already down the pub. We need to do the close-up. She's got the pub. Um, now, this is uh, of interest to uh, um, Toppy, is that um, on the 29th of March, the long-running US children's educational series, Sesame Street, begins airing on British television for the first time ever. Um, it, it will debut on ITV by first airing on HTV. Now, wasn't Sesame Street from them about 69, so they're about two or three years behind? Yeah, I would say so. So I, I know it was running previous to that uh, in the late 60s, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, public television in the United States was uh, just beginning in the late 60s. So, and Sesame Street was one of their first. But that kind of figures, because when I remember watching Sesame Street, maybe in the late 70s or early 80s, it seemed a lot older than everything seemed a lot more 70s and these people looked a bit strange to me um, as a little person uh, because they didn't look, they were probably much more flary and uh, more like mid-70s rather than than early 80s. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, now there are a few other things, but there are two more I, I want to mention, um, just making sure. Well, uh, in September, the old grey whistle test began on BBC Two. That was a um, music program, uh, sort of with lo- lots of live, um, live music. Um, in October, the Generation Game began with Bruce Forsyth, and Upstairs Downstairs also debuted. Um, and Princess Anne. Oh, on my on my birthday, but two years before I was born, <laughs> uh, on my t- minus two birthday. Um, Princess Anne opens the BBC's new Pebble Mill Studios in Birmingham. Wow. Um, um, I'd just say the upstairs, downstairs made quite an impact here in the US mm-hmm. of A. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure it was after it debuted in the UK, but it did come here and it, 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 it was definitely a thing here on, uh, on our of public broadcasting stations that uh, took it up mm. upstairs downstairs yeah that was a thing here it's running at the moment yes it's being shown on talking pictures <coughs> at the moment mm. on a sunday night and repeated on a friday evening at five o'clock but we haven't really watched any because as as per our talking pictures uh picture is not very good so it's it's you can't really watch it. I've got it on DVD anyway. I can watch it yeah, any time. Like I like. Sitting over there. Other shows that began in '71 include um, children's favourite um, and big children's favourite, um, Mr. Ben, um, the two Ronnies, 
um, Parkinson, the interview show, Barlow at Large, uh, the Uneden Line. Um, what else? Uh, that, that two Ronnie season is the one with the bloke with the ping pong oh balls who can't juggle. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, they used to, it seemed to be a rule with um, light entertainment programmes in the 70s that you had to have a, 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 a variety act from somewhere in Europe, yeah. preferably. And there's, he got, is he Spanish or something? I can't remember. I don't know, but you can't juggle. And he's doing these things with ping pong balls. And at one point, he must have dropped one, and you can hear it bouncing across the set. <laughs> so you hear ponk, pom 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 But he keeps going. But he keeps going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone optimist. Oh, ju- just to jump in, Paul. Um, 20th of March, 1971. Doctor Who, The Claws of Axos, Episode 2 was broadcast. There you go. Mm. Available on Blu-ray as of <laughs> as of this month. As of now. Yeah. Um, over on ITV, we had um, the following shows began in '71: Bless This House, um, Budgie, um, The Comedians, Follyfoot, uh, Jason King, The Persuaders, The Rivals of Sherlock Holmes, The Fen oh, Street like- Gang. Uh, Justice, uh, but the t- the last two facts I want to mention, um, and one of them goes into. Um, well, I was just thinking, well, upstairs, downstairs with ITV, though, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Although when it came back, wasn't it on BBC? It was. It wasn't quite sucks. Su- su- uh, sucks. So sucks. That's really hard to say. It wasn't quite so successful. That's the Thank one. You. Thank you. I got stuck in a loop there. Well, they kind of brought it... I, well, I always thought they kind of brought it back because Downton Abbey was doing so well. So the BBC wanted a Downton Abbey substitute. The problem was it, it was it was the setting when they, they did it, which was in the 30s, was not really a period that is uh, as much fun as as the sort of 20s. With the Titanic and everything. Like the Titanic and the First World War. And the <laughs> yeah, that's more fun. General yeah. strike. And, well, I didn't say it was fun. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Not much happens in the thirties till we get to thirty nine. Yeah. At which point they finish the series. So in the war. So. Well, they're all just being a little bit sort of Nazi, aren't they? <laughs> in the thirties. Yeah, there, there was a whole. Yeah, well, there was there was a um, an episode of the of the rebooted upstairs downstairs where they uh, Wallace Simpson was coming to the house. And they were they were all excited because they thought they she might bring the king and she didn't. She bought um, I can't remember his name the the Nazi official that she was friendly with, whose name has presently escaped me. But uh, so yeah, <laughs> somebody who's not a king. Yes. Um, now on the seventh of June, nineteen seventy one, the UK children's show Blue Peter buries a time capture in the grounds of BBC <laughs> Television <laughs> Centre. Due to be opened on the first episode of the year 2000. Uh, yeah, that didn't work. Mm. Uh, it wasn't sealed properly, was it? No, they didn't seal it properly. When they opened it, it was just full of, like, goo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. That must have been some. And then they lost I... the other one, didn't they? Because they buried they, one. They moved. Yeah. yeah. They, well, they buried another one i think yeah and couldn't remember where they buried it yeah nobody'd actually marked it down anywhere yeah. so oh. 
going back to the start of 1971, the 27th of January, um, on Coronation Street, Valerie Barlow is electrocuted by a faulty hairdryer and then perishes oh. in a house fire on Coronation Street. <laughs> and, um, they knew now, how to rock and roll in the 70s, didn't they? Well, I, I particularly want to mention this because Valerie Barlow was played by Anne Reed, the actress Anne Reed. Um, and I wanted to kind of have a look at some of the things that she she has done over the years. Now, unfortunately, I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think if she's ever had anything that has been... She's been in so many things, but has she ever been in anything that, would have, that Toppy might have seen? Um, I mean... Well, as, I can only say I can only say I don't recognise the name. So, yeah, maybe, well, she, maybe. she is currently eighty-five years old, but still acting. Um, but she she is um, she she was well, she she was in she was in Coronation Street for ten years it, from from like the from nineteen sixty-one to nineteen seventy-one, and um, she's been in. in or manner of TV programs. She's been in Doctor Who a couple of times. Um, one of the things that occurred to me, though, was that because she was in Coronation Street in the 60s, she missed being in all the types of shows she probably would have been in, like The Avengers or Madeline Hotkirk or The Champion, or all those ITC shows, because she was doing a, a, a soap opera, even though there weren't as many episodes a week as there are these days she was in 633 episodes um but um what i've got her imdb she she is also connected to the comedian and uh, again not uh, victoria wood i don't think really sort of has is she probably is known in the states but not as much as she should be and not as much as she is revered over here, but she, Anne Reed appeared in quite a bit of Victoria Woods um, shows, and she was in she was in a show called Dinner Ladies, which I believe may have been shown in the states. Well, certainly, it, like people like Matt Burlingame probably know who um, yeah, well, uh, I mean. uh, uh, the Dinner Ladies, what Dinner Ladies is, but and, um, and in the remake of Upstairs Downstairs, yes, was yeah. 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 What, what I was finding interesting is that her first TV um, appearance is in an episode of the Benny Hill Show in, <laughs> in, ni- in 1957. Right. Um, oh my gosh. So, now, oh, ben, I know that I know that ben, I know that Benny Hill is known in the states. Um, yes, but, yes, yes. But 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 are you saying he was doing his show in 1957? He was. Yeah. That'll be on the BBC, though, won't it? Yeah, that's not the David Croft. No, that would be later, wouldn't it? Because yeah. David Croft, who is who was the writer and producer, or one of the writers and producer of um, Dad's Army, was his producer at one point. Possibly. And didn't really get on with it, I don't but, think. But, yeah, there, there is a Christmas night with the stars with Benny Hill. Oh, God. Insert, isn't it? And that's BBC. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's playing a teenage delinquent, and it's it's just oh yeah, it's like five minutes of your life you never get back. <laughs> not not to be judgmental or anything. <laughs> well, it's not funny, is it? Sort of how I remember Benny Hill is like not being dreadful. You know, basic, basically, uh, we we did see it here, um, and it was 
funny, but it 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 would be poo pooed today. I mean, it would be very considered very wrong. I, I imagine he wasn't ch- chasing being chased by naked girls in 1957, but <laughs> or, or, or semi naked girls. Um, so I imagine oh, his sh- comedy change must have changed over the years. Yeah, I I I I really that does surprise me. I didn't know he was uh, had a career so long. Um, but certainly the material that I saw was just material that wouldn't go over today at all. Just, oh, no. There's, there's a lot of that in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> Whole swathes of television that can't be shown again. Yeah. The, thing, the thing that interests me, and I don't know how many of these episodes exist, um, but she's in five episodes of the TV version of Hancock's Half Hour. I, I can't think of one that she's in, so maybe they're missing. Yeah, that must be missing, yeah. She's in Lady Chatley's, Lady Chatley's Revenge in 1957, where she's credited as Anne without the E. Um, That's missing. And um, she's in The Great Detective, also in 1957. She's also in the, missing. She's in The Adopted Family in 1957 as young wife. No. Um, she's in. There's an airfield at the bottom of my garden in '57. Oh, that that exists, I think. Yeah, she's a yeah, secretary. Secretary right. in that. Isn't that the one where the set falls down? That's the one. Yeah, where the table falls apart. Yeah, and he has to stand there holding it up for five minutes. And then she's in the tycoon in 1959. Well, that exists, isn't it? Oh, I think that one. Does that one exist? That ring bells. Oh, not sure. No. Most of the late stuff still exists. Because yeah. there's only one Kenneth Williams one that exists, isn't there? That's Alpine Holiday, isn't Alpine it? Alpine Holiday, yeah. yeah. So there's a, a big chunk of Hancock missing. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm just looking to some of the shows, because I think she might have had a break from TV a bit when she had her... I think she had her son in 1971, and um, and then I think there's a, bit, there's a bit of a gap. Well, she did a play for Today in 73. She's, she's in some crown courts in 78 um she's in an episode of strangers in 78 um and she's in the malins um because i don't really think i unless i'd seen her in some victoria wood i the first time i was really aware of her was in doctor who in 1989 but yeah i think i was aware that she was an actress she wasn't just any actress when she was in curse of fenrick that she had some history to her. Isn't she the mother of the when Victoria Wood's swimming the chair? No, that's Mag- Maggie Ollerinshaw. Oh, that's Maggie Ollerinshaw. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. get that mixed up. Yeah. Um, she was in an episode of A Bit of Fry and Laurie in 1990. Um, she was in The Upper Hand. Um, um, she was in something called Rich Tea and Sympathy in 1991. Oh, was, I remember that. She, well, I don't remember. I remember the name. Um yeah, it's like she was in all of that. She played a character called Sally. Um, I mean, she's obviously in lots of other th- th- things I'm skipping. She's she's in an episode of Casualty, an episode of The Bill. She's in a Ruth Rendell mystery. Um, she's in something called Firm Friends in uh, between 92 and 94. Um, she, she's in... Um, Pat and Margaret, well, that's a Victor- that's a, that was a screen one Victoria Wood thing. She doesn't play Pat or Margaret because that was Julie Waters and Victoria Wood, but she plays a character called Maeve. Um, she's in an episode of Hetty Wainthrop um, in 1996. Um, and then I, I, it, 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 it interested me to see that she was in the Paul Merton where, the, where they remade 
well, it says Paul Merton in Golden and Simpsons. That's where that was where they remade um, some of the scripts, and she was in three of those. But it's nice to think that, that they probably asked her back because she had some connection, at least some connection with with the original. Um, um, well, she was in Bleak House in 2005. I remember that being quite high. Bleak House, I remember that that came here. Yeah. And she was in Hot Fuzz. Um, she's been in a Marple, but not not one of the good ones. Uh, <laughs> not the good version. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, she really for somebody who's she's eighty five now, but she's not really stopped since she started again in the in the mid seventies. Um, as you say, she was in the remake of or the reboot of Upstairs Downstairs, and I know Toby's keen. She was in Lady of Letters. Which was a TV series based on a radio series. Oh yeah, that's that's her and um, Maureen Lipman, is it? Lipman, but on the radio, I think yeah. it was Maureen Lipman and Priscilla Scales. Oh uh, yeah, them them reading the letter that the other one's written to them. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, she was in a Poirot in 2013, um, and she was in Years and Years, which was. Probably the best thing that Russell D. Davis has done, I think, um, since. Have you not? Have you not seen Doctor It's a Sin? I, I've seen. I haven't seen it all yet because. That, that is. I, not in the mood. I haven't seen Years and Years, but it, that is very good. That is that I highly think, recommended. I think. Yeah, I, I do have it, and I have seen the first episode, but I wasn't in the mood for watching it all at the moment. But um, Years and Years. I mean, Years and Years is quite bleak as well. Yes. Um, yeah. But, but she she plays like the matriarch, and she's really really good um, in that. I mean, she's really, really good in everything she does. I think I can't imagine Anne Reid's ever done a, given a bad performance, to be honest. But uh, um, the, the, the thing out before we finish is uh, um thing that she's kind of been known for is a show called Last Tango in Halifax, mm-hmm. um, which I believe they did. I've not seen it. I do want to watch it. Oh, it's, it's, uh, because it's, it's wonderful. You, you, would, you would like it. I, I watched all of it and I really enjoy it. It's, it's her and uh, Sir Derek. I don't... Derek Jacobin, yeah. yeah. It looks like they did the last series just last year. So. Yes. Uh, well, um, yes. They, 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 I think they managed to film it just before, lock, well, before we got into the present times. But yeah, no, it's 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 a really good series. Highly recommended. Um, great cast. So lots of sort of familiar faces. So. Can I tell you something I just discovered randomly on YouTube here in America? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, an old. I don't. I'm not sure of the year, but it was black and white video, and it was a series from the UK, uh, The Invisible Man. Are you guys aware of this? Deborah it, it, Watling. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Oh, is it the David, David McCallum version? Uh, McCallum. Well, that's color, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the David McCallum version <laughs> yeah. was a, a brief thing here in America. Which I remember vividly because I watched it. <laughs> uh, it you was remember good. the Gemini it, Man as well, didn't you? Then old Ben yeah, Murphy. But, <laughs> but this was this was black and white video from the UK, and it yep. was the Invisible Man, and they had very practical special effects to show the presence of the Invisible Man. Um, and I, I've just seen like six episodes of it. Recently. I think I, think I that, don't know. Anything more I, about I do, it? I do think that um, it was being repeated, like on late on, on late night back back in the eighties when 
I used to set the video for all sorts of things. Um, if it's the series that we th- we think it is, it it was um, it was aired from September 1958 to July 1959, uh-huh. and um, one of the little she would have been a little girl in it is played by an actress called Deborah Watling, who we know as being. Uh, one of Patrick Troughton's companions in Doctor mm-hmm. Who. Kaiser uh, Pudding Girl. Yes, that yeah. we mentioned earlier, so creep, spooky. Um, but yeah, there were two seasons, and... I have um, them. They, they, are, they, are, they were released by... Was it Network? I think it's a Network one. So the only happy. thing I can think of when I think of that series, but I don't think I've ever seen a, a full episode, no. it's just a picture of Debbie Watling holding the hand of the Invisible Man, and there's this sort of Overcoat <laughs> with no head, yeah, mm. yeah. and very long arms. <laughs> I, I guess it partly exists because it's an ITV show and they seem to look after their things much better. Mm. Um, I think it's an ITC, uh, I think it's, it's uh, possibly on film. I think that's uh, possibly why it survives more than anything. Mm. Um, because ITV actually were notoriously bad, weren't they, in the 60s and 70s, keeping their videotape stuff, certainly. Mm. Yes. Yes, you ask. You ask her. Well, you can't. I think she passed away now. Pamela Lonsdale, because they they made the decision to junk the first two series of Ace of Wands when she wasn't in the room. Yeah, yeah. Had she been in the room, it might it, have survived. It would have probably existed yeah. still. Yeah. Now, um, I I would like we're going to choose a couple of clips from the Charlotte podcast archives. Now, um, one of them is going to be done randomly by. Um, it's not Cuthbert. It's it's a it's a random website I found. Um, if it, so, if it all goes wrong, Cuthbert will work hmm. after me. But uh, um, and, and the other one, I'm going to roll a dice, and whoever gets chosen will be the one who picks the the month and the year. But uh, we'll do the um, we'll do the computer generated one first. So I've set it to pick a date between the start of the show and the current episodes. And I'm going to press the button now. Um, so, okie dokie. Um, I have got the 1st of May 2019. So, I shall pick an episode. I shall look and try and find the episode that's closest to uh, that. So, we actually have an episode from that day. It is episode 249. It was called Shiety's New Assistant. Um, and I, th- I think um, I think this is the episode where um, Cuthbert tries to get a robot help in. Who um, I think this is where the Control Incorporated story began. In fact, but uh, I, I'll share with you a clip now and uh, see if you remember it. Um, Cuthbert, what's going on? Just as I'm worried, the last time he said something like that was um, when he downloaded the um, Smellcast app. That didn't end well. That's not still in your system, is it? No, Paul. I have been busy, though. Whilst the Southern Park clips were playing, and whilst you were doing your work, I was busy enrolling you on a new scheme. A what? A new scheme? What's going on? I have put you on a waiting list for a new manager to assist you. Uh, a new manager? What? I have had a manager before. Uh, her name is Julie. 
fact, she was Callum's sister. She was a guest on our show quite near the start. Um, but, uh, oh, Cuthbert, I, I'm not sure I can afford to have a manager. Not for the podcast. Uh, and, and my writing is it's too much. It's going to be too expensive. No, Paul, it won't be expensive. I have spoken to the motherboard and got you a discount. It is a very good company called Control Incorporated. They have a five-star review and are one of the best in the business. Really? Oh, I guess. I guess it can't hurt. Maybe I can speak to them just about doing a trial scheme, seeing how it goes. Because if I can't rely on the regulars to, to help out, then, yeah, I suppose, I suppose I do need people who help with the social media and and the blog, and, and then, of course, getting my book promoted. It, it's a lot of work. Control Incorporated will help, Paul. Just you see. I suppose so. All right, all right. So what do I have to do? Apparently, they will be getting in touch with you within half an hour. Half an hour? Golly, um, I wonder if they'll ring on the phone, or what, what details did you give them? Your phone number and also an email address. Oh, OK. Oh, just a minute. <laughs> So I've got a I've got an email just popped up. It says it's from Oh yes, Control Incorporated. Um What does it say, Paul? Is it an email? Um looks like it's uh it's an email but there's a, a welcome message and then I'm supposed to log on to some sort of um I don't know, like a uh, instant message thing. Oh I've seen one of those. You can talk to people directly. Listen to the message, Paul. This is exciting. This could be the end of all your problems. Hmm, I guess so. Uh, let me have a look. Um, okay, so um, this is a message. Hello. I am your new assistant. My name is Rob. It is a pleasure to meet you. I would like to welcome you to Control Incorporated Management Services. There we go. Right. Um, so, how many of us are in the room? There's, there's one, two, there's four of you. Um, okay. Don't know how we're going to work this out, but um, let's say I'll roll it until it gets one, two, three, or four. So, um, to- Toppy can be number one. Martin can be number two. Mm-hmm. At, least about right. number th- at least, at least, can be number <laughs> three, and Andrew can be number four. Uh, if we get five or six, I'll just roll it again. So, um, I've got I've got a, di- a I've got a dice website. So <laughs> I'm, oh. rollable, I'm rolling a virtual dice. So I'm pressing the button now, and number five. That's no good. I have to roll again. <laughs> it's spinning around, and yeah. and and uh, <laughs> number six. Oh. <laughs> we're, doing, so, we're doing very well in, in Vegas at the moment. I go, yeah, I go to the <laughs> one more time. I uh, oh, for God's sake, five again. This is <laughs> a two sided dice, isn't it? I really, I really should have got um, a dice. <laughs> like, well, I should have got Tommy and uh, it's Uncle John to be five and six, but uh, it m- might have been seen as being unfair. Um, let me roll once more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just too lucky for you. It's six again. <laughs> five, six, five, six. Right, do it again. Just one at Ludo. 
I don't understand this. What is going on? He's six again. Why is this? It's a random number generator. <laughs> right. Finally. Now I can't remember who whose number uh, was. Uh, I think it's Lisa. It's number three. That was Lisa's that was number. So Lisa, could you pick a year, a month, and a like a date, a day in the month? Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, we'll go for two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. And we'll go for the twenty um, third of March. Right. So, 23rd, there was an episode on the 24th, so that's near enough, um, and that was episode 155, and it was called Chit Chatting on Our Travels. Um, it was, oh well, it's, it, it all sounds rather mysterious. It um, <laughs> says, we're talking about holidays, um, the, reg the regulars are there, there are poems and clips from a uh, a 1998 episode of Sutton Park. It's all rather mysterious, so I think we better uh, take a I clip love from the it. fact that even you don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know from this description. It's not uh, specific enough, so yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll have a listen and see if it helps at all. <laughs> I did one big sort of hiking holiday, but that was in the UK where I had a tent and, you know, just did get so tired because you weren't just doing like five miles a day or 10 miles, doing 15 or 20 miles. And I think in one case, more like 25, you know, on hills as well. In the summer, in a year where the summer was actually hot, it was an adventure and I've got it, a lot of it on Sutton Park, but there's probably a reason I only did it once or twice. <laughs> oh, it sounds very nice. It sounds very nice, Paul. Very interesting. Lots of places. But yeah, Uncle John, what about you? Where Where is somewhere that you really have enjoyed going to? Oh, I have travelled, but I, I do, you know, I do find it a bit... I do like my home comforts. I do like, um, you know, I have been to a few places. Uh, I'm just trying to find it in this book of yours. Hong Kong. Been to Hong Kong? No, no, just reading the word. Um, Guatemala. Oh, right, you've you been to Guatemala? No, no, just reading the words. Uh, uh, Finland. Have you been to Finland? No, no, just reading the words. Just flicking through this book. Finland looks very nice. Uh, Ecuador. Have you been? No, you've... no, no, no. Where have you been to? Uh, China. You've been to China? No, no, I've made some tea in China. Uh, like, in a cup. Mm. I've been to Swindon. It's probably my favourite place. Yeti Uncle John, Sweden. Did you say Swindon or Sweden? Not Sweden, for goodness sake. Uh, Swindon, in the in England, near near Oxford. Yeah, yeah, sort of quite close to Oxford. It's not very scenic there, is it? No, it doesn't have to be scenic, though, does it? No, I've been to Milton Keynes. And been to Woking, but that's quite near to the house. And to Slough. Uh, you know, Slough's quite nice. Uh, sorry, listeners. Um, some of these places you may not know, they're kind of newish towns, quite new towns in the UK, kind of known for, well, not exactly being the most obvious places for people to visit, let's say. Don't want to be unkind, but... Uh, 
If you, Uncle John, you've been on some journeys. You've been on some journeys for the show. How do you like that? You went to to Verona, didn't you? Oh yes, yeah. I I I, I quite like some of the places I've been to on the podcast, but they don't really beat Swindon. They just don't. Uh, of course, the Isle of Wight, which is where a lot of the Yetis come from. Yes, the Isle of Wight. Well, you can't beat the Isle of Wight, hey? Uh, yes. Yeti Uncle John isn't so much for traveller listeners. I, I'm surprised by that. I thought you were. Well, you know, I'll get on a bus. I'll uh, even sit on a boat, but... Uh, I just want to get to the other end, really, and have a nice, have a nice sleep, put my feet up. <laughs> not very ambitious, are you? Oh, not these days, no. Nothing wrong with that. Staying at home's fine. Yeah, staying at home's fine. I guess it is. Well, thanks for talking to us, City Uncle John. I do hope you will come with us when we go on some of our trips this year. Oh, I'm sure I will. Yeah, got someone's got to look after you, haven't they? <laughs> someone's got to look after you. <laughs> Well, there you go. I'm none the wiser, but there we go. But uh, anyway, well, I think that's enough for going back into the archives for this episode. Um, I don't think we've uh, got time for another quiz, but I might uh, share with you... Just pulled my Invisible Man set off the shelf. Oh, yes. The Invisible Man was played by himself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yes, we do not. Well, I, th- I imagine we do know who the Invisible Man was, but uh, but Ernest Clark was in it. Right. Mm. There was a later version of the Invisible Man that Barry Letts did. Yes, wasn't there? In which yes. you could see Michael Sheard's ass, couldn't you? His, his yeah. bottom, yes. Yeah, Michael yes. Sheard's bottom. Oh, well, that was that was the adaptation, wasn't it? That was the um, that was the classic serial based upon the novel. Well, this claims to be based upon the novel. It's not. It's action adventure, but with an Invisible Man. I would just add that whatever it was that I saw, it was the the, the episodes were half an hour. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, so you know, Brian Clemens, Ray Austin, all involved in it. You know, it's, it's proper ITC Avengersy stuff. It's the usual suspects. Yeah. yeah. Um, now to wind up with, uh, I I have a few more facts about March. Now apparently. Um, I don't. I, want, I don't know if anyone can tell me which of the what which two signs. But March has two zodiac signs in it. Can, mm-hmm. can you tell me which which two? Well, I'd say Pisces is one of them. Ding ding ding, you are correct. And so probably Aries. Ding ding ding, you are correct. Ooh. Yes, um, up until March the twentieth. It's all Pisces. nonsense, of course, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad you covered ourselves there. <laughs> uh, to, Get Carl Sagan in. In, in, fact, in, fact, time, in fact, at time of recording, Aries um, starts tomorrow. But, wow, so all the people born overnight, their complete personality will change after midnight. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, if the clocks change, we'll never know. Yeah. Um. So I shouldn't mock people. Take this very seriously, don't they? Um, well, <laughs> um, what's the time? 
some of these ones are very basic like march is the time of year when animals start waking up from hibernation well only <laughs> oh shit sure <laughs> <not>. yeah. um, <laughs> oh that's what's wrong with me i don't think any of them hibernate i'm convinced the yeah. way the squirrels have been running up the tree all winter those yeah. squirrels aren't hibernating they might have long naps but they're up and about all the time <laughs> talk about the squirrels of course, March is known um, for St. Patrick's Day, oh. March 17th. We had that this week. Not that um, I really pay much attention to it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever drunk beer that's been dyed green. Does that, oh, the dying of the Liffey. That, that just sounds... That sounds. Just, I'm sure it, you probably can't even oh, yeah. taste it when you drink it. But uh, um, Well, the thing is, I mean, a decent beer, you probably couldn't see the colour change anyway. Could you? I mean, if you had a, you know, a glass of Guinness, you put any colour in there it just looks like a glass of guinness so well, yeah i think it'd have to be it'd have to be a lager and that just doesn't bear thinking about oh um now i've got a couple couple before we finish um so on march the 10th 1876 alexander graham bell made oh. the first ever phone call Hello. It, was t- it was to his assistant and he said watson come here i need you oh yeah yes that's right elementary <laughs> That, that's in um, Father's Day, Day yeah. with Christopher Eccleston, because uh, you get the, the first phone call. Mm. Hang on, mm. let me use my toilet roll. Watson, come here, I need you. God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> so you got it, live effects there on, on my... Yes. It, hello, hello. It doesn't actually, it doesn't actually say um, which year or exactly which day in March, which is a, a bit of a, a fault when you're trying to do a fact. But apparently... In March, some year, the Eiffel Tower was ascended for the first time. It really needs to say which year for it to be a fact. Otherwise, it's just... Um, well, I would have waited for the elevator. <laughs> yeah. I have I have been up the Eiffel Tower a number of times. Uh, and when I was younger and fitter, I have walked up to the first viewing platform. But I have, uh, I have also taken the lift... And I have been right, 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 right as high as well as high as you can go. I mean, there might even be a higher level. Uh, oh, we need any brave, any brave. Uh, but it's so difficult oh. to. Well, I just channel. I felt you. I felt wobbly at level one. I thought oh, I'm not going any higher on this thing. No. I, yeah. Looks well, a bit looks a bit fragile for my taste. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the the most recent, my last two or three visits, uh, which were when I was doing poetry videos in the early tens. Um, I, I I was with people who didn't want to wait in the queue or go up, so I don't know that I ever filmed. I might I did do some Sutton Park in Paris in the nineties. Uh, so whether I when I go the back Sutton to Sutton Park, I might, go, uh, I might I might go back and find that there are scenes up the up the Eiffel Tower. Um, I do remember having some of the uh, some of I remember having Cromarty in in wandering around Paris uh, uh, for sure. Do you, do you remember that comedy? I do, Paul. I remember it well. Uh, I think uh, I'll have to. You'll go always watch. have Paris. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, um, everyone, thank you very much for um, join, joining me. Um, so I, I usually check out before we we say goodbye. But uh, Andrew and Lisa, um, h- how is the next episode of Round the Archives going? Well, when by the time this is released, hopefully mm-hmm. it should be. Out. Either out or imminently out. <laughs> yes. Um, we've just recorded our 
article for it this afternoon. Yes. Which is uh, which is on dial nine nine nine. Sorry, now do it properly. Oh, have I got to do it properly? Yeah. Oh, which is on dial nine nine nine. <laughs> the incredibly slow-paced uh, title sequence. So not not much content this month then. It's just lots <laughs> no, of, lots of pauses. Really slowly. That's why the episode's going to be a bit longer uh, this time. Yeah, all those did, pauses. Did you actually put yeah. spaces between every word as you had the <laughs> conversation? Yes. Wait, did you shatner it? Did you shatner it? So yes. I'll be allowed to say what the other, uh, what the other articles are. Yes. So it's. Uh, Bob Fisher and Andrew T. Smith plugging their new book on Last of the Summer Wine. Mm-hmm. There's an article on Kolchak by Warren. Yes. Um, there's an article um, on Shoestring by... I can't remember who did that. Yeah. Um, Paul and Nick. And then there's me and you, Lisa, on Dial 999. Yes. So. Uh, I, think, yes. I think it's OK to say, because I won't say what the article's about, but um, um, Toppy, Toppy and I have done an article which um, would have been used this month, but we decided to swap around um, because it's one of our mammoth articles. So It's a long one, yeah, isn't so, it, Paul? It's a long so, one. Yeah, so I think, I, th- I think we're aiming to put that out on the April. Yeah, o- otherwise it would have gone well over exactly, the two-hour yeah. mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, but in, the nice thing is we've got, like, we've got bits to choose from for the next couple of issues so we can juggle things a bit. Yes. So, yeah. And we've got episode 60 coming up, yeah. so we've got to try and think about what we're going to do for that. Yeah, we, we have so, some ideas. We do. I, I, I've been recording with a few other people for later episodes, for, for later articles in the year as well. So, um, uh, Martin, um, mm? you've got oh, more yeah. podcasts than... Um, how, how are oh. your podcasts doing? Um, uh, as, as, as awfully as ever, really. No, they're ticking along. They're ticking along nicely. Um, where are we? When, when, when are we, when's this one out? Um, like, uh, next, next week, a few days time. Mm. So, yeah, before the end of March. Uh, before the end of this week. Yeah. Uh, yes. Space Soldiers 3 will be next Saturday morning. Uh, and, uh, I think, uh, Sunday evening next week will be, uh, actually it'll be, uh, Andrew. Um, talking about oh, science. God, no, it's me, isn't it? Oh, yes. bloody hell, yeah. On, <laughs> on, on, on Vision Upon Sound. So, yeah, so that's that's coming out. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, uh, Sunday the 28th, isn't it? Yeah. So. Um, and um, I'm, I'm am I doing anything else? A to oh, Z, yeah. A to Z, where, where, where are we going? A to Z, well, A to Z for this month is out, already out. It's the, uh, the woman in black, which um, seems to be doing reasonable business. Uh, and I, I don't think we've been shouted at too much by people who think it's uh, <laughs> great. Um, well, you know, we're, we're, we're honest, you know, we're honest about it. Um, and we recorded the next one yesterday. So, yeah. While I was still feeling bright and bushy-tailed before my vaccine kicked in. and So I, if I've been a bit under the weather today. I apologise, but I just, yeah. I'm in a bit of post-vaccine blur mm-hmm. today. So... Yeah, I was I was a bit like that when I had mine. Um, now, yeah. what, um, space uh, space soldiers? Uh, space soldiers um, is that right? Did I get the title right? Space soldiers. Yes. Yeah. Um, a Flash Gordon commentary yes. podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder. It was was that something that was shown in? Was that English or was it American? So will Toppy have heard of it? Oh, Flash Gordon. Yeah, it's Flash Gordon's all American. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
totally heard it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I presume so. Um, like, it's, yeah, it's a bit. It's to be frank. It's a bit. It's a bit of an imposition for us to be doing it. Quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> But we think it's a unique, uh, our unique observations. <laughs> We're not trying to be uh, forensic about it or tell anybody details. We're just trying to have some fun with it, and, um, you know. Uh, and I, th- I think I think we do. I think it's quite fun. They're only 20, 25 minutes long. They're not. You know, and we're not trying to claim sort of any kind of intimate knowledge of it. So you know, I, I think it's a fun little show, and you know, it'll last as long as it lasts. You know, well, we really in, we we listened to episode one and really enjoyed it. Yeah, it made me want to watch it again, which is unusual because we gave up on it. <laughs> but yeah. Well, the thing is, if we're yes. just, we're just yabbering, you don't actually have to watch it. That's that's the beauty of it. <laughs> We, we never so know we what's going on, but yes. we, get, we get talking and we actually completely lose track of what's actually happening. <laughs> so, so. Uh, and um, ad- additionally, Martin and I have been continuing to record um, episodes about the music of, of the 1960s, and uh, we had one out last month, which was 66, I think. Um, but we, we, we've got 67, 68, 69 already in the can. and uh, We've recorded um, our 69. Yes, we have. Yes, yes. Um, and Toppy, um, what, what, is, what is the podcasting landscape for you? How's the Smellcast and how is Matinee Minutia? Oh, Matinee Minutia's going on good. Like uh, we mentioned earlier, we just did the Six Million Dollar mm. Man. And um, so that's going good. On the Smellcast... Well, this is a busy year because it's the bicentennial for Pickle Hollow. Mm. So there's all kinds of uh, things coming up. And uh, threatening it all is uh, the presence of a killer gerbil. Uh, yeah. that's, uh, anyways, this it's, is bound to be strange. So there you go. I, I should mention, if, if, if listeners, you've skipped any episodes, you really must go back and listen to the episode before this because uh, it's it's called What Will They Think and um, not only does Toppy appear in it but Aunt Tappy does as well and uh, <laughs> you get to hear you get to hear all that they are thinking and and which is different from what they are saying to each other so um, and, and when I I was editing it I was it's one of those ones where you don't quite know how it's come out and also I'd recorded by myself and, and I was very pleased when I was when I put it all together that it uh, it sort of came out as I wanted it to, despite the fact that Toby pulled the plug on the internet, because well, he was mucking around with the internet. Ah. Uh, when I when when Toppy and I were recording, and we were plunged into darkness, but we were plunged into darkness just after Toppy made a comment, which worked as the last line of the episode, anyway. So. <laughs> Although, so we probably would have had another ten or fifteen minutes of us trying to finish the episode if uh, if Toby hadn't have pulled the wrong plug. But. Uh. <laughs> But do you remember the time you did you did you did an episode about um, uh, an, an earworm and 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 then, <laughs> and then we we did a version we did an episode about an earworm. I, but, I but we noticed did a that. Sort of, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah, we did, we did a different sort of. of earworm. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. 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 Oh, dear. Well, you know, you have to come up with these. But most podcasts don't have to, to think about things like this, do they? Oh, dear, oh, dear. No, not at all. I mean, you know, what are the chances? Uh, earworm, ear, you know. But no, it's, you know, listen, I mean, the fact is we're often on the same mind link. That's what I think. <laughs> and then we can come back to us. Oh, well, uh, 
it, it, it's been an interesting episode, I think. Uh, I, oh, I, totally, totally. It's been the best. I mean, this has been a really great episode. Well, uh, I guess it was okay. You know, it was fair to Midland. No, uh, it was really a good episode. Oh my god. Hi, are you still there? Paul? Paul, what happened? I can't hear you. Paul, what happened to you? Oh no. He's gone. I have found <laughs> Uh-oh. Eek. Oh, my internet. <laughs> my internet fell. Eek, my own oh, oops. Uh, so, yes, it was it's, uh, good, to, good to get that one released. And I've got lots of episodes coming up. Uh, that are, many, of them, many of them in the can. Um, and ones that I'm sort of newly recording and then we've got ones that Nick and I recorded last year still to release so yes we're jumping around the calendar but uh, anyway well thank you all for being here as my guests and thank you listeners for listening and thank you to Yeti Uncle John and Clarity Will we promise we'll get this star business all sorted out as soon as possible okie dokie um goodbye for now goodbye alright take care bye bye This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Ooh, such mysteries. (laughs) He's crazy. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univazpod.net. It's time for some material. First up, we have some chatter between Paul, Callum, and Wifey Joe, recorded earlier this year. Hello. Oh, you're muted still. That's better. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I was going to put my earphones in, but the sound's coming through the thing of me rather than there. I wonder, could you just recite something for me for a minute? I just want to try something. I'm just yeah. going to disconnect you. Okay. Off you go. Hello. 
do, do, do. Hello. 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 It's probably better because I've got a big TV screen that I use. You know, for not for TV screen, was the size of a TV screen. It's pretty huge um, for work. And I thought, <clears throat> so I put it up. But of course, my laptop is here, whereas the screen is here. <laughs> and the sound comes through the TV. Um, yeah. There must be a way of changing that in settings or something, mustn't there? Now I think about it. Yes, do you know? You're just but thinking I, about it. I'll let you know. Just thinking about it, giving it some consideration. So I thought, well, I, I thought, well, blow it. I'll just switch that. I'll just unplug that, and then I can just. See, are you all right? <laughs> I'm on a different laptop now because my the one I last used was it was um, starting to sort of cut sort of cut out, um, and and then like the drive would vanish, and then it would come back, and then uh, um. I um I Delia's Delia's noticed Toby. That's why his eyes are suddenly got very excited. He's woken up. Oh. <laughs> last weekend i did a, a, a two friends who do podcasting in the states they were appearing at this science fiction convention it was all online they weren't reviewing a science fiction film but they asked for a volunteer so um they're talking about uh, harold and maud which is uh, a film i like from the early 70s um so we were we were supposed to be on zoom for that and uh, it started and within one minute of starting the doorbell rang so, so i had to rush off it wasn't even for me it was for food for upstairs or something um and then oh. and, and then Dee came and sat on me which that, that was fine but uh, oh callum's here now here we are who's this deals here we go <laughs> hello 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 there uh, all four of us. Hello there. <laughs> You're downstairs. You're downstairs today. Well, why not? Oh no, no reason. It's exciting. You're seeing a, seeing a different room. <laughs> different walls. Yeah. yeah. No, this, this is the where I was. Well, it's where I was when you saw me last. Oh, was it at that time? Was it? Yeah, on on the uh, on Friday. Oh, uh, oh. Oh yeah, because we had we had um, Callum's sister's fiftieth Zoom party, but there was more of us then. It wasn't so easy to tell. <laughs> and Dee's going to the vet on Thursday. You don't know it, do you? No, you don't know it. He's having no, he's, his COVID. No, he, he's just having just having his check Blue jab. You should have a little hat, dear. Would you be so cute? <laughs> um, um, no, he's just having his checkup after what he had before. And uh, Toby said he, he thinks it would just be easier if he if he goes by himself, so I don't have to go rushing after him. So that's a that's good, really. Is that Dilly just goes by himself, or is that <laughs> Dilly takes, just... takes, takes Toby in a bag? <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't want to do that, too. That would be too much work for you. It would too much, too much for your average cat. Yeah, he, he likes coming in when I'm when I play my. Uh, records in the evenings he likes to come and sit on me and we listened this morning we were listening to dusty springfield he came rushing in as soon as i started playing <laughs> very quick very cultured yeah i like a bit of dusty dusty orientated uh, i've just clocked it are those cds in the corner of your that room <laughs> yeah how in god's name do you find anything well i don't really need to it's more keeping them 
what the car is. It's keeping the wall up. Keeping the wall up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I can still transfer them if I, you know. I, you don't buy um, new new CDs now, do you? you, you just uh, buy very, very, very occasionally, like, well, particularly with that Kylie album, I, 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 if each version was had some reason for buying it, so I did buy the CD version. Although my new laptop, I'd have to put, I have got an external drive because I bought an external, an external CD, uh, CD drive. But you can just pop it in the DVD player, actually. I, literally, I suppose I have got a, I can play any CD through my TV if I wanted to. I was trying to forget that you can do that. You, you don't forget, you remember. You, you like Cat Stevens. How is your new laptop? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it doesn't, ha I don't think it has, did, didn't we think that my old one had two memory bits? Two, two, two sections. Discs. Two discs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, this one doesn't seem to have a lot of storage for, you know, I could probably edit one or two podcasts at a time and then I'd have to clear it out. So I've been using my, I've just been, I've just been plugging in my external drive and, and editing from that. Um, rather than trying to find a home for all the files. Yeah. Are you connecting on the Wi-Fi? Does it actually have a network socket on it? I'm not sure, because we, we don't have a wire out here mm. um, for me to try that. Um, but uh, I, I, I found that, was it Dropbox or, or one of those ones, um, I was able to transfer stuff from my old laptop to my to the new one just by pushing it through there but uh, uh i was kind of hoping my old laptop could be like a, a traveling laptop to use when i go to my parents and things but since i and i was kind of thinking oh you probably jumped the gun needing to buy a new one but then last week it was in the last week or so it started going two or three times a day uh like going to going to the blue screen of death and so i think it's yeah i think it was a, the right time yeah. before 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 something happened and i uh, you know i'd rather prepare for the inevitable it's better than the last one where i threw coffee over it <laughs> although the only thing is the one that's just gone didn't really have only really lasted two and a half years which isn't very good for a laptop yeah. um, should have a bit longer life than that but uh, yeah its predecessor uh, got coated in coffee when we were up in dunbar uh, oh yeah, but, uh, you know how you have those vanity, like you have like hotel rooms. You have like, like a vanity unit. I was trying to use that as a laptop table, and and it probably wasn't really big enough. Uh, it wasn't a particularly big hotel room either. Oh dear. <clears throat> oh. Question one: Who released her second album, Twenty One, in two thousand and eleven? Adele, Beyonce, Leona Lewis, or Kelly Clarkson? That's well, Adele. That's Adele. Adele yeah, because she's got she can't be bothered to come up with a title for an interesting title for her. She just names whatever after whatever age she is at the time. Question two: What is the title of the only opera written by Beethoven? Don Giovanni. I have no idea. The Marriage of Figaro. Figaro. <laughs> Question three, Rock and Roll Gumbo was the debut album of whom? Larry Williams, Professor Longhair, Sonny Till, or Link Ray? Oh, 
<laughs> no idea. Larry Williams. And then what are they? Yeah. Question four. What is the name of the male voice that lies between bass and tenor? Baritone, alto, bel canto, or tenorite? Baritone? I don't know. Oh, or maybe I don't know the last two. I've never heard of them. I don't know. Is baritone the very what's the very lowest one? Not that's going to help. Or alto? I've never heard of those other two, so they can't be that common. No. I've heard of um what to go for baritone or alto. Alto. Question five. Mariah Carey teamed up with which boy band to release Thank God I Found You, Backstreet Boys, Jagged Edge, NSYNC, 98 Degrees. The two of those, Jagged Edge and 98 Degrees, I've never heard of. So it's either NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. Let's say Backstreet Boys. Um, question six. Which of these was the name of a successful 50s group? The Dell Normans, the Dell Romans, the Dell Vikings, the Dell Hands. Let's say the the the, the Delamitris. <laughs> uh, I've never heard. Never of heard of any of those. Dell Vikings. Then, <laughs> question seven: Who had a worldwide hit with "I Believe I Can Fly" in 1997? R. Kelly. Yeah, Ricky Martin, R. Kelly, Will Smith, or Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Well, it's a mixed, is a mixed question. Question eight: What is the correct title of a 2013 Lady Antebellum album? Silver, bronzed, platinum, or golden? Kylie Antebellum. Um, I have no idea. Um, bronzed. <laughs> question nine: Quo Motion is a tribute band to which? British band. Oh, status quo. Must be. Question, <laughs> question 10. The Blue Danube Waltz was composed by which Strauss? George, Johan, Richard, or Ludwig? Johan? I think it might be a Johan and a Richard. Mm. All like well known. But. Question 11. The DC superhero Green Lantern features in which hit by Donovan? Could be Sunshine Superman, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, could be mellow, could be mellow, could be mellow yellow. <laughs> oh, uh, let's say sunshine superman. Question twelve: Who sang the theme song to the James Bond movie Skyfall? That's that was Adele, Adele wasn't it? Yeah, Leona Lewis, Beyonce, Kelly Clarkson, or Adele. That's Adele. Question thirteen: Which pop star won a Golden Globe in nineteen sixty-two for his role in Come September? Bobby Darin, Dwayne Eddy, Buddy Holly, or Elvis Presley? I think it might. Well, is it Elvis Presley? Otherwise, I'd say Bobby Darren. Maybe. I'd say Presley. Okay. Um, question 14. Which band released the 1997 album entitled White on Blonde? That was Texas. Yeah. Question 15. Peter Jean Hernandez is the real name of which pop star? Jay Sean, Nelly, Snoop Dogg, or Bruno Mars? I have no idea. Um, let's say Bruno Mars. Okay. Question 16. Which European country was the birthplace of Gautier? Gautier. Oh, Gautier. Yeah. Uh, Belgium, England, France, or Netherlands? Well, I was thinking Scandinavia, but that's not one of the options. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Is that 
Somebody <clears throat> I used to know, that one. An awful song. Yeah. France, then. Uh, question 17. Diddy Wa Diddy was a 1956 hit for whom? Gene Vincent, Johnny Cash, Bo Diddley, or Carl Perkins? Diddy Wa Diddy. So it's not do what diddy diddy dum diddy do. No. Um, it's not do what diddy diddy Carl Perkins. Right. <laughs> Question 18. British MP Diane Abbott learnt to play oh. which musical instrument in the TV series Play It Again? No options for that one? No. I'd say the piano. Yeah. Not the banjolele. Um, <laughs> Question 19. <laughs> Raymond horn. Raymond the Fourth is the real surname of which pop star? Nelly, Usher, Naz or R. Kelly? That's got to be Naz, isn't it? Yeah. Which, <laughs> question 20, in which country was Maurice Ravel born? Hungary, Italy, Germany or France? Sounds French. Yeah. Let's get some answers. Answer smash. Who released it? Yes. Uh, question one. It was Adele who did the 21 album. The title of the only opera written by Beethoven was Fidello, so that's not... We didn't get that one. Rock and Roll Gumbo is an album by Professor Longhair. We didn't get that one. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we were right to eliminate those last two, the male voice ones. Um, but unfortunately, um, we went for alto and it was baritone. Uh, uh, Mariah Carey did her duet with 98 Degrees um, we were right with question 6 but only by guessing the Dell Vikings is the name of the, six, the 1950s band uh, I, can, I believe I Can Fly was a song by R. Kelly uh, the Lady Antebellum album was called Golden which I would have said that but Kylie's album's called that but I'm sure a lot of people well they would have done it before she did it you know. um, Quo Motion is a tribute band to status quo. Which one do we say for Strauss? Naz. Oh, oh um, <laughs> George, Johan, Richard, or Ludwig? I think we said Johan. Uh, that's right. Um, the DC superhero Green Lantern does feature in the song Sunshine Superman by Donovan. Adele did Sunshine, sing, uh, Adele did sing the theme song to Skyfall. Um, he overruled me with the uh, Come September song. It was um, Bobby Darren, not Elvis Presley. Oh, right. Question 14. Yeah. Question 14. Uh, White Time Blonde is an album by Texas. Uh, Peter Jean uh, Hernandez is... Peter Jean. Is, yeah, is, is Bruno Mars. Um, Goit um, comes from Belgium. Oh. We can get that mm. Um I think you might have overrun me with the uh, uh, did he did he why did he did you say Carl Perkins it was Bo Diddley but I, mean, I think we got that. Um, what did you say for said piano for Diane Abbott I did yeah yeah it was piano um, Raymond the Fourth is the real surname of Usher not now oh god and Maurice Ravel was born in France so he got 11 out of 20 that's pretty good I'm going to ask you how you are because we, we might as well just start <laughs> uh, making sure that the backup's recording.
It's always recording. Like they know red dog. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's I used to I'm recording you guys. <laughs> do we give permission, please, yeah. or do we withhold it? No, we let's don't just, withhold it. So uh, let's just think called a podcast. Now I know you won't know anything about this, but yeah. in uh, what guise are you recording us? <laughs> I've got a little uh, stenographer sparrow. Yeah. Who's, a sparrow, uh, oh, that's noting it, noting it down with her beak. Secretary bird. Yeah. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, Rose back there. Good, right. There we can go. Now we're ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a cat in position. Okay. Oh, was that compulsory this week? You didn't, you didn't warn me. Well, Liz has got a hot water bottle. I've got a cat. So. I, I think I know who's got the better deal. Though. Yeah, the cat's usually warmer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's listen. And it's like a square. <laughs> it's a square shape. <laughs> and you can... And you can't go over the edge because a man will come and tell you off. <laughs> okay? You got that. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Okie dokie. I don't think we need to do any other bits and pieces because I'll have extra material as well. So, yeah, thank you very much. I think, uh, stop recording. Yep. Yep. About one hour, 30 minutes. Yeah, so I didn't think we need an I didn't think we need an extra quiz on top of that. So. <laughs> so, oh, that's good. There we I'm no fool. I'm no fool. I'm no fool. I'm no fool. I'm no fool.